You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Tim, where'd you say Meredith College is? It is in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, shit. I should have I should known that. Uh... Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. I'm your co-host, Asa Smith. Uh, Here to talk with you about the finer points of one game that's called football and then the other game that's also called football but is an entirely different game um, with a shared common evolution ancestor like 160 years ago. Uh, We've got a great episode for you. Uh, Co-host and good friend of the podcast, Greg, will be with us on both segments to talk about transfer season stuff and then we're joined by Philly and Pac-12 correspondent Tim to discuss realignment and what that means for various former presidents of Division I private schools. Uh, This week's episode is brought to you by the Anchor app as well as the Smith Workforce Management Group. For all of your HR and employment law needs, check out the Smith Workforce Management at smithworkforce.com. Let's get right to it with our uh, co-host, Greg. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Coach? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. I have uh, the Joan Gamper Trophy game on. Sure, that's a thing. Uh, it's 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 a well-known trophy uh, played annually. I actually have no idea, but Juventus and Barcelona are playing, and Dest is on, so that's fun. Uh, are there fans in the stands? Uh, a few, yeah. I mean, Are they openly weeping for the loss of Messi? Uh, I, you know, it's unclear, but the fact that I, the funniest part about this is that I'm sure when they they scheduled this friendly, like they were so excited, Messi v Ronaldo. Yep. It's like, <laughs> guess not. Uh, the other funny thing is uh, Sergio Aguero like finally gets his release from the EPL and gets to go join his buddy Messi at Barcelona, and then whoops. <laughs> I, I wonder how many of the players that they signed 
we're like, okay, cool. Like I get to play with Messi. My stats are going to go up. This is going to be great. And now it's like, ah, awesome. I get to play with checks notes, Martin Braithwaite. Neato. <laughs> I mean, I assume most of them kind of had that thought and process goal. going. By who? Uh, uh, I believe uh, Memphis Depay. Oh, new signee. Uh, new signee. Um, so I get, and, and there, a, a very nice shot of Serginio Dest uh, celebrating immediately. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I guess that, that brings us into um, both parts of that is the uh, American transfer window stuff. I think that that's what we were supposed to talk about. Do you know? Uh, I actually just looked at this. this. It was Spurs transfers and a EPL preview which I guess we have one more episode before we get to the EPL season. So we can, we can split it up. Sure. Why not? All right. Transfer talk. Let's do it. So messy to Paris. Um, so it will we'll, be official. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think we can call it official by the time this drops, it'll probably be official. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, he, this morning he was allegedly on his way to Paris for his physical. So I would assume. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're not going to let him leave France. <laughs> <laughs> just tie him down be like no 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 you wait till you're healthy i mean just like like can can you imagine actually you know what in retrospect can you imagine something similar to the uh the blake griffin deandre, DeAndre episode? i was just gonna say like he's sitting in paris with his medical and they see on his phone <laughs> that pep guardola is calling they just pick the phone up and smash on the floor like no you are here now uh no you are not allowed to go elsewhere sorry I like I, I imagine that in like a in a in a soccer football transfer context. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that happens all the time. Angel Di Maria is probably just sitting there and be like, "You'll love it here. It's great. We can hang out all the time." You know what? You know what? There is in Manchester City. No Argentinians. Uh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's at least one. Uh, Aguero was the one I was aware of, but uh, I'm sure there's other ones. Yeah, I mean, I just would point out to to Lionel Messi, who's a longtime listener of the pod. Um, of course, you there are two Argentinians at Spurs right now. So, well known English speaker Lionel Messi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't speak Spanish with any sort of ability to say the sentence. Uh, Leo, please come to Tottenham because uh, Romero and Gio play here as well. Por favor, por favor, ir al Tottenham porque. Uh, Romero e Gio? Gio. Gio está aquí. There you go. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Messi, uh, there you go. Señor. Señor Messi. Come on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You know what? I it, Actually, really, it's it's Coach Messi. You're right. I'm sorry. It, it's, what, is, he, is he a coach until – so we have to, we have to determine. Your, your coaches after your playing days are done, right? But see, like y- – I, I guess I guess everybody's a coach unless you have another title to use, right? Because like, I, what else would we call Messi? Like, what his 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 prefix? Uh, senor. Senor, but like, El Goto. El Goto. Yeah. So he doesn't need to be called coach because he can be called the goat. I was gonna say the only. I think the only people that should be called coach before they retire are like whoever the token. Uh, you're not a 
I was going to say, he's the token coach in waiting on the Heat. So Udonis Haslam or uh, Juwan Howard before he retired. Like, sure. Are, at that point, you guys are coaches. Right. Uh, and, and like I guess like, like you look at Spurs and it's like, Musa Sissoko gets called coach. Yes. Like, you, you, you call him coach. Um, so, okay. So, so uh, obviously Messi to, to Paris. Um, if we want to get Spurs specific real quick, um, they've brought in uh, a keeper, Galini, whose name, first name I don't remember. Um, I think it's like Luigi. Uh, okay. Uh, Sergio Dest just had a very, very nice uh, dribble into a, a rocket of a shot that went wide. Come on, Sergio. Uh, TikTok won't appreciate that. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, so uh, Galini is, a, I, I guess he's the heir apparent to Larice. Like he'll, he'll, he'll spend a year behind Larice. Um, and then take over. I think that's probably the plan. Like he's Jordan. just alone, though. I think I think it's a loan loan to buy. Okay, I hadn't uh, seen that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loan to buy. So I think the theory is that it's like if he doesn't puke on uh, on Nuno's shoes, then next year he'll be the he'll be the guy because Lloris is like thirty six, and I think he wants to spend the last years of his career in France. I would not be surprised. Yeah. So. Um, so we we that's that's goalie of the future. Um, in in the friendlies, he's he's played well. You know, like not 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 anything terrible. Um, he had he had a couple that like I would have loved for him to have saved. But um, I think if if he's our keeper in cup games and you know when Norwich comes to town, which we'll get to, <laughs> um, you know it's it's fine. Uh, and and it's good for Lurie's to to have someone you know he can hang out with, you know because uh, you know Joe Hart is out. Joe Hart left, and you know I just don't get the sense that Joe Hart is like a ton of fun to be around. I was gonna say I can't imagine Hugo Lurie's enjoys hanging out with Joe Hart. Hugo Lurie's seems like a very very French Frenchman, and Joe Hart seems like one of the most English Englishmen you can come up with. Yeah, like I I think like. Hugo and, and Galini can like have like a nice conversation about red wine and maybe like they disagree about who has the best red wine, but like they can have the conversation. Whereas right. Joe Hart, Joe Hart does not recognize any sort of liquid. That's not a uh, Newcastle stout. Right. Um, so the other, the big signing uh, is Christian Cuti, I guess is his nickname. Cutie, Cuti, uh, Romero, who's a, a center back from, uh, from Italy, he's Argentinian by by uh, nationality, but he um, he came in for like fifty million euro, um, and he comes very well regarded. Uh, apparently, Messi back when Messi was running the Barcelona stuff was super <laughs> pissed that they didn't bring him in. Um, um, granted, they couldn't afford him because they can't afford you. Yeah, uh, they can't afford anything. Yeah, that's you, dear listener. They they cannot afford you. They can afford us because I think that they are allowed to make in kind contributions to breakfast tacos. Yes, I've, but, I've read the La Liga regulations, and you can make unlimited payments as long as they are in the form of breakfast tacos. Once you move into fiat currency, that's when you start running into problems. Um, so uh, Barcelona, we are happy to play uh, center back and right wing, respectively. I actually don't know where you play when you play soccer. Uh, I usually play in the back just because. In in my mind, defense is easier than on the offense because I don't have to do as much 
ball handling. It's mostly just stop the other. I'm a pure defensive defense, like center back. I will stop you from moving forward. And then I will get rid of the ball as soon as possible. (laughs) Okay. So that's fine. So, so center back pairing of the future for Barcelona, um, as long as you pay us in breakfast tacos. Right. Uh, so kosher breakfast tacos, tacos. Right. So, um, the, the, there's no real, you know, real news on the, the Harry Kane front. Well, I assume, uh, here that he's moving on to Man City eventually. Like he was doing this like weird American style holdout where he just like refused to show up to practice. But then, um, I don't think he realized that like, that, that doesn't really work if there's not a collective bargaining agreement. Yeah. <laughs> Like there, there are, there are like ways to do this. Like you're just, you're just breaching a contract, dude. Like there's, there's no union that's going to make this okay. Yep. Um. So he's, he's, he was back at training today. Uh, I assume that he'll either move on to Man City. There was a report that um, Man City will pay 130 million pounds um, and, and Tottenham would conceivably take it. So um ultimately like if that's if that's the situation fine with 130 million pounds you can do some stuff um yeah but you can't sign danny ings because somehow we uh spurs lost him to lester no it was uh it was uh villa that's it i'm sorry um, You're right yeah but yeah so like that's the problem with like playing hardball and like dicking around as long as they have is that like now it's like okay like who can we get and the answer is is uh, unclear because Romelu Lukaku um, moving to Chelsea means that they're not going to sell Martinez. Inter is not going to sell Lutaro Martinez, and apparently he was like target number one. So uh, I don't really wait. Is Lukaku back at Chelsea official? Might as well be. Okay. Uh, football Woj Fabrizio Romano uh, said, "Here we go," which means which is like his way of saying this that it's happening. So okay, uh, I saw that. Lukaku uh, requested it, but I wasn't sure if it had actually gone through or not. That's yeah. an interesting move because you. Uh, I think that Olivier Giroud to Romelu Lukaku is kind of an upgrade. Uh, and certainly there is not another striker at uh, Chelsea who may or may not have been signed for 80 million pounds last year. Yeah, but so, I mean, you can't really say with any confidence that that who is who Lukaku is supposed to replace though, because nobody has any idea what Tuchel's going to do until Tuchel does something. Like for all we know, he could he could be like, ah, yes, Lukaku is now my backup striker. It's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's it, it's so funny because it's like they went out, got Timo Werner. Timo Werner sucks, and they were like, all right, shit, guys, can we get Holland? No, all right. What if we get the other guy, uh, Lewandowski? Nope, won't do it. Fuck, fine. All right, just go south. Uh, who's the best striker in, in uh, Syria? Ronaldo? Nope, can't get him. Who's number two? Lukaku? Great. <laughs> Great. Just literally just going down a list. No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, they just, like, went out and got him like it was a video game. Like, it's... it's, uh... it's... Yeah, but that's more because the, he made it a lot easier because he made it very well known that he wanted to go back. So, like, at a certain point, you're kind of stuck just being like, okay, well, he's going to be a dick if we don't let him leave, so might as well let him go. Yeah, and plus, and I think he got 120 million euro, um, which, again, like, all of these numbers just make Harry Kane that much harder to sell. Because every time fucking, uh, you know, you see, you see Romelu Lukaku go for 120, like Daniel Levy at Spurs has to be has to look at Harry Kane's number and just be like, 
well, that's too low. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, we've said this before. I don't think you're going to get market value for him at this point. Like, if, if, he, if he wants to be gone, you kind of can just take whatever offer is on the table. I, like, you they, know, might have, I, they might have overplayed their hand by trying to, like, hold out on this instead of just taking – because a, as the market shrinks, like, eventually you just have to take something. Uh, you'd think so. Um, but like, I, I, I wonder if there's like a, a thought that Harry Kane's a professional and, and like, if they don't sell him, like he'll show up to work and blah, blah, blah. Um, which, you know, like that's his, that's his, his reputation, but, um, you know, then he doesn't show up to practice. So like, I don't, I don't really know what the, the thought is. Well, I, I mean, I, I do think that if they don't sell him by the time the season starts, he's going to show up. I don't think that the EPL or like European soccer is quite at like the uh, Anthony Davis. I want to sit out so I don't hurt myself and tank my value level yet. But I mean, <laughs> he, he he might show up, but I don't think you're going to get a hundred percent from him all the time. Yeah. And, and, and the, the thing is, is that there's literally not a single other striker on the, on at, at the club who's older than the age of 17. Right. So, like, you need to figure this out because, like, all preseason, Sonny has been playing striker. Like, that's that's not going to work against serious teams. You know, obviously, like, you can you can beat Arsenal, you know, with Sonny up top, which they did this morning. But <laughs> like against against serious teams, like that's not going to work, and, and it's not using Sonny properly. Like, that's not right. That's it's you... it's making you know two players worse instead of right. Right, we, we've talked. We've we've talked about this in like the in the American football context about like you you shouldn't move your right tackle to left tackle when your left tackle gets hurt because now you've made two positions worse. Right, you should just get a backup left tackle and deal with it. So you know, with with moving Sonny to to the center forward to the striker position, it makes your left wing and your striker worse. So they need to go out and they need to figure that out. Um, well- I mean, they might end up having them play through to the winter transfer window because you have to assume that somebody in Europe is going to suffer an injury where, like, all of a sudden, Harry Kane becomes a very attractive solution. Yeah, what I wonder, what I was wondering about this is that is because Spurs are not, like, in the, are not in the Champions League, um, there's no real, like, problem. He can't get, like, tied to Spurs for champions league purposes. Right. So it's not like, like there's no like urgency really. And like, if you're Levy and you say, I'm not taking a dime under whatever the number he has in his head for, for Kane, you know, Kane's under contract for another three years, you know? So, so if, if you can put it off for six months, then why not? Or four months really. Right. Um, And I thought it was very interesting that like the two biggest rumored, uh, I guess, striker transfers, of the summer were going to be Halad and uh, Kane, and neither of them ended up moving, which means that, I mean, in my mind, uh, that creates a pretty interesting dynamic for the winter transfer window because all of a sudden, I mean, again, it's very unlikely that all of the elite teams that see themselves as competitors in their leagues or in Champions League or in Europe in general aren't going to suffer some sort of injury where they're like, well, I well, mean, I, listen, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, solu- they're expensive, but there's very obvious solutions to this problem. Well, I think, I think the real problem is, is that the two biggest spenders in the world are, are both broke. Um, Madrid and Barcelona don't have money. 
So, right. so like, there's like a certain, and, and like Madrid and Barcelona don't have money and Paris is not in the market for a striker. So, so you've got, you've got one option really, which is Man City. But like, if you look at it, like, you know, talking about like teams that need strikers, I mean, Man City doesn't have a striker. Like they don't have one man, man United is going with Cavani. So, you know, going with Edison Cavani at, at United, you know, like that's a decision that they've decided to make, but like that's not a stable situation for a team that does believe itself to to be a Premier League contender and a and a Champions League contender. I mean, I think they are a Premier League contender at least. Champions League can you can leave up to interpretation, but I think they're going to challenge for a top 4 spot. Um, well, yeah, certainly. And then how old is Cavani? I know we do this every time and he's always younger than we think he is, but like he, it just seems like he's getting up there. I like in my head, he's 36. Yeah. Um, but I think he's like 32. Right. And I, I think the problem with, with Cavani is that like, he's had like six careers already. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like he's one of those players. It's like, we've seen him go up, then down, then up, then disappear, then take a one year with Man United and not play and then become their starter. And then he's going to take a, a nothing deal in the MLS. Then, you know, Man United give him two years. Like, it's, it's just like a very confusing person. But, um, you know, in terms of, of those who are, you know, legitimate contenders for for both, you know, Champions League and, and certainly in England, you know, a couple of them have center forward problems. And I, you know, I don't know if, if, um, if Harry Kane wants to leave England, I, I tend to doubt it. Um, but there, there are options at, at both, at both Manchester's and to be honest at Liverpool, you know, like, I don't, I don't know that Liverpool are, are, are happy with Fabinho being, or um, Firmino as like that false nine. False forever. nine. Yeah. You know, cause you saw last year when, when Mo Salah and, and Sané are not world beaters, like it's a problem. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, adding Harry Kane to that mix instantly increases all of the all of their outputs. Right. Like, imagine, like, like we saw what how Sonny benefits from from having um, Harry Kane. Like, imagine if that's Mo Salah on the left. Right. It would just be like a two man teammate race for the Golden Boot. Yeah. So it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. You know, I I, I think we both believe that he's not going to be. At Spurs on February first, twenty twenty two. Yeah, I, I I tend to think at this point he's playing the first half in in North London, and then um, he's going to end up having he's going to make the transfer window and end up somewhere else for the second half of the year. Yeah, I, I don't I don't doubt that. And then the hope is is that you know Spurs can can get a, a second striker during this window. Um, and then just like it's like sort of like a seamless transition from from one to the other. Um, but I guess we'll see about that. So I we Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We should talk about um, 
the most important club in in England, which is uh, Norwich City, because our our lovely child, our redheaded son, <laughs> Josh Sargent, left left the the death spiral that is Werder Bremen, and he gets to go to Norwich City. Yeah, the death spiral. City. <laughs> I mean, like you went from one relegation fodder to another, which is like not great, but I guess you I, get I to think... face better competition in this other regulation relegation uh fodder yeah and i think i think the theory might be that like okay josh Sargent uh certainly needed to leave but like if if you're a a serious club or even like a a middle of the road club in in england um which apparently is where he wanted to go um like do you really benefit from having josh Sargent? (laughs) This is at this point a uh, conspiracy from the rest of the world just to kill his spirit. Like, like it's it's <laughs> like that like, boy like, is that boy has to lose all of his confidence. They just, he just keeps going from shitty team to shitty team. I mean, it's possible, but like it's it's interesting to watch like him in contrast, and and especially like you know we've talked about it in the national team setup. Like the the the, the difference between Josh Sargent and Matthew Hoppy is that Josh Sargent plays for soul-killing teams, and it killed his soul. And Matthew Hoppy plays for soul-killing teams, and it somehow makes him stronger. <laughs> uh, which which yeah. I think is like... It's like, like the... It's like the back against the wall thing, where it's like, no, 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 I'm going to... Fuck you guys, I'm going to do this. Um, so Hoppy, Hoppy has not moved. There's a, there's a, a, a report that there's a, um, an 8 million euro uh, price on him which, you know, is, is sort of like a good number because it's, it's just high enough to keep out the worst, you know, situations, but it's low enough that you're not going to price out, you know, uh, and, and, uh, you know, a club Bruges, for example, you know, like, like you, you could see him moving to, to one of those right. clubs and, uh, and, and being, you know, pretty successful, I would say, but, um, other other big transfers was was obviously Conrad De La Fuente to uh, Marseille, and he was playing today. Uh, and because League uh, refuses to broadcast in America, I have no idea how he played. But people said he played well. Yeah, I, I saw some numbers that said he was playing well. Uh, so between that, you know, like I think I think it's it's an interesting thing because like as these things happen and as these these transfers go through like you see what like the true value is and what the where where these people actually stand because you know you can only learn so much in a national team setup you know you're there for a week and a half blah 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 um but conrad walked into a starting lineup in a top 5 league like that's that's that means something i don't know what but it means something <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's a positive takeaway at very at the very least. Um, yeah. And then going back to going back to Sargent. So I'm looking at the CBS soccer uh, premier league project predictions and they actually have Norwich. I mean, they're they're They have them, you know, fighting for against a relegation spot, but they have them at 14th, which is, uh, you know, higher than I would have thought. Yeah. I mean, I would have, I would have said probably, you know, further further down 17 18 um but like that's the thing is that if, if sergeant comes in and he gets you know uh, i don't know two thousand minutes you know across across all competitions and he gets you know 
a couple goals in him, then suddenly, you know, like he, you know, we can go back to, to seeing the, the Josh Sargent of old who was banging in goals and, and like was cocky and confident. Um, Just being and a if dick not, about it. Yeah. And if not, then at least we know, you know, like the, the problem with, with him playing at, at Bremen was that like Bremen was such a tire fire of a, of a club in terms of their attacking theory that like you, I, I, you look at heat maps and he spent half the game in the defensive third and you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Right. Um, so, so it'll, it'll, it'll be an interesting, an interesting move for him. Um, but I guess we get, we gotta, we gotta look at, you know, how he performs and, and is he the guy? Um, because we certainly need one. Um, the other, the other, uh, thing to note is that it, apparently Lester want Chris Richards um, because uh, they have like seven different center backs who are out for the first four months. Of course they do. Um, so there was a report that out of, out of Germany. So like not, this isn't like an American uh, source thing where we're trying to like will things into existence, but a report out of Germany said that Lester was like, has a, approached Bayern about it. Um but Bayern apparently don't want to loan him either. Their their point of view is either give us twelve million euro or we're gonna we're gonna keep him, um, which is fine. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, it, it it does. I I think it says that they like he's probably pretty close to his ceiling because if they're not gonna loan him out, they don't see him progressing much further. Sure. Um, which oh god, and Serginio Dest is down. So great. Uh, if if you are listening along, we are at the moment in which either uh, Serginho Dust is fine, or uh, he, oh man, he got an elbow to the face. Oh, yeah, that's pointy. He'll he'll be fine. I think I think it's just like an elbow to mouth. Yeah, he's like he's he's uh he's holding his teeth, which isn't great. Um, no, no. So, anyways, uh. I think that that's a that's a, that's a pretty good transfer recap for our purposes. Uh, is there anybody else you want to talk about? Yeah, I'm just disappointed the Cavs went to Man City just to not start. That sucks. Yeah, I I think that like it's it's unfortunate, but it's like um it's like when 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 a player you really like goes to the Yankees and you no longer get to like them anymore. Yeah. So it's like we 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 loved you Cavs and and now we don't. And and that's that's all there is to say about it. Enjoy enjoy backing up. Uh, I don't know Raheem Sterling. I guess Phil Foden. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I guess uh, you know you'll really enjoy all the starts in the in the Carabao Cup. So congrats. You also get to live in Manchester. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great today, Coach. Do you know why I'm doing great? Tell me. Because I get to make podcasts with my friends using the Anchor app. It, and, well, you know, I, I get why that makes you happy, but certainly you have to pay for the Anchor app. You know, you'd be surprised to find out? Completely free. Completely free. But they say nothing is free. Well, apparently podcasting with your friends can be through the Anchor app. Wow. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure that it's like... You got to have some like super complicated studio or editing software, right? You know, I can't say that confidently, but since you're the one that edits all of our podcasts, I'm fairly confident any moron can do it. 
well, you know, any any moron can do it because, again, I do it. Now, that doesn't mean that you can edit well. You can't. I can't. I don't really know how to edit. But you can do it through the Anchor app. It supposedly makes it easy. You're just not that good at it. It's all right. And we, when we say you, we mean the royal you, listener. Not just you, Asa. Uh, or but, you, Greg. Right. Uh, and not just you, Greg, you, Greg, but you, Greg, Greg Burrell. Who, who I assume listens. Does, do, do we have confirmation that Greg Berhalter listens to the podcast? We have confirmation that a Greg listens to the podcast. Why do we need a second one? I mean, you certainly don't need an extra G. No, that's just, Greg. that's incredibly wrong. Um, but, you know, people listen to our, our podcast and they, they listen to it all over the place. So does that happen by magic? It, it might. I don't know how we got a Czech Republic listener. <laughs> Well, I think it's because the Anchor app distributes via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It does. It's very easy to find. I've been able to find it on at least two of those services. And, you know, isn't that what the whole point is? Spotify, Apple, Google. What more do you need than those three? Right. Our tech overlords have made it clear that that's what you need. So that's what you need. What what do you want? Um... So here's, here's probably the biggest question. Um, it is well established that you get pray, paid in breakfast tacos. Yes. Um, but if somebody wanted to be paid in perhaps fiat currency, such as dollars or pesos, could they do that through the Anchor app? I don't personally understand why they would choose to do that. But yes, the Anchor app is willing to pay you in fiat currency instead of breakfast tacos, if you are so inclined. We're... we're we're just saying that if you wanted to trade your podcasting voice for fiat currency that would then be used to buy breakfast tacos, you could do that. That's your choice. Your uh, ideas intrigue me, and I would like to sub- subscribe to your podcast. And I can do so using Google, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Just go to Touchlines and Touchdowns and click that little follow button, and you'll hear from us twice a week, every week. Every week. Um, so it sounds like this podcast, which is very professionally done, is all done in one place through the Anchor app. It sure is, which makes bridging our four different time zones a hell of a lot easier. Sure does. So do, do you want to do you want to do the call to action or do you want me to do the call to action? Be my guest. <laughs> this is a professional podcast. So. Dear for listeners and friends, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, do not put anchor.fm slash TLS underscore N underscore TDS um, because we don't get anything from it. So just go straight to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app so you too can trade fiat currency for breakfast tacos. That's really the dream. How's it going, coach? It's going well. Dobby is a free elf. Dobby is a free elf. Congratulations. Um, and and since uh, you know some of the big news in the football world this week is that everybody not uh, everybody gets to be called coach. Um, I think that you get to call me coach now. Congratulations on obtaining the level of coach. You know, it's I worked hard to get to the level of coach. Um, 
So, you know, it's, it's a big honor. Um, you know, I'm not a head coach, but neither is Jason Garrett. So who gives a shit? <laughs> Hello, coach three. Hey coach. coach. What's yeah. up? Uh, were, were you not aware that, uh, according to Jason Garrett, everybody gets to be called coach now? I was not aware of that. Um, what, what is his rationale for that? Uh, so he was in a, a, a press conference and some New York media member said, you know, hey, Jason, so whatever, blah, blah, blah. And as he's walking off, he's like, you know, it's, it's coach. You can call me coach. And he's an offensive coordinator. Yeah. So uh, I think been... under that theory, everybody gets to be called coach. Yeah, he was. Uh, I can't believe I, I love that he like stayed in the division to take an offensive coordinator role. Like, how much spite do you think he has towards Jerry Jones every time the Giants play the Cowboys? I think it coursed through his vein like blood. <laughs> I, I, I have to imagine that, like, he's just, like, a very bitter person at this point. Um, you know, and so, like, when, when media members are like, hey, Jason, like, there's just, like, a part of him that's like, mm, disrespect. But then, you know, like, in turn, he will use that fuel, that, that disrespect as fuel to help Joe Judge and the Giants go 4-12. and 12. Or four and thirteen. Sure, <laughs> I assume. I don't. Know. I mean, there are certain limits when you have uh, Daniel Jones as your quarterback. Yeah, he's not very good. Um, oh, the other big uh, he's not very good news in the quarterback world. Although I guess he maybe is now. Josh Allen is now the second highest paid quarterback in the league. And he blew up last year. He had an awesome year last year, but I, I feel like increasing your accuracy by eleven points in a COVID year when you're known for not being accurate is like, maybe don't commit 250 million to him. Are, but, were they at the point where they had to sign into an extension? I, I, I think that he's entering year four, but doesn't, doesn't don't first round picks get five years. Yeah. Yep. You have, you have the, the team option on the fifth year. So they could have waited until at least next off season, but I, whatever it's the bills. I don't care. Yeah. Well, Asa, you didn't even mention the the most uh, exciting quarterback news of the week, which was uh, the the Michigan former Michigan State quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Do we have to talk about this? Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So among other things, Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, like it, it feels like it feels irrelevant, but also incredibly necessary to mention some things about him as a person. Um, and I don't really want to, but uh, in the least predictable news of all time, he's not vaccinated and refuses to do so. And 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 I believe his statement today was he would rather uh, the, have a small plexiglass cube that he could sit in in the quarterback's room than get vaccinated. No, that I'm was like... yesterday. Oh, wow. <laughs> today I, I he allegedly said he would rather die than be told he has to get the vaccination, which lucky for Kirk. That Might is how that works. Happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, um, I didn't I didn't hear the, the I'd rather die. <laughs> Wait, that so, one so, is more thinly sourced on Twitter. The uh, plexiglass one, I can guarantee you 100% he said yesterday. So, yeah. so are we... The idea of sitting in a plexiglass cube in the QB room. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm envisioning this, it's this hypothetical plexiglass room um, as, as sort of like a... Uh, I'm trying to think of like the like. Do you remember uh, Magneto's prison in X Men or X Men Two? And like, I, yeah. And I'm just like, I have this image of like Kirk Cousins pacing around this plexiglass room, 
talking shit to people in a British accent about how the day of the mutants will come. See, I like to think that it's a really tiny plexiglass cube. So all of the different quarterbacks are in their own individual plexiglass cubes in like a small like meeting room. And they all have to have headphones and like walkie talkies with them to be able to communicate between the different plexiglass cubes. And that like Zimmer just walks in and he's like, God damn it, we're not making the playoffs this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zimmer apparently is one of the most like one of the NFL coaches that's advocating it for the most. Cause the joke is that we're like two days away from Zimmer just forcibly holding down Kirk and giving him the vaccine himself. <laughs> Do we he, well, okay. he's gonna treat him like a kid and he's like, Kirk, open up for the choo-choo train, open up for the choo-choo, stab him in the arm. <laughs> So, who else is in the uh, the the QB room for the Vikings right now? Kellen Mond, because that's the reason this all came up. Mond. Oh yeah, he got. COVID. I think yeah, he tested positive, and then Kirk had to uh, what do you call it? Like the protocols, he had to stay away for a couple of days because he claims that the QB room is so small that it's impossible for him to not be a close contact. So. I, I'm, I'm looking through this, this depth chart, according to ESPN. So you've got Kirk Cousins, Kellen Mond, Nate Stanley, and Jake Browning. Oh, oh Nate Stanley no. also, had, also got busted for... Uh... He's, he's an Iowa quarterback, we know. You don't have to finish that. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, there's, if there's a position group across college football that I'm most confident does not believe in vaccines, it's the Iowa quarterback's room. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, anyways, uh, so, so yeah, Kirk Cousins also got dropped from his endorsement deal with a hospital because, of course, he had well, his dad also what? went and did another crazy uh sermon about how I'll just I'll, I'll finish that thought. It's, it, it's a it's a you can look it up, <laughs> <laughs> okay? <laughs> Basically, unless unless the person is holding three snakes in one hand in some sort of Odd smelling incense in the other hand. Kirk Cousins does not trust them as a medical doctor. Is what I'm taking away from this. Correct. Okay. Cool. Um, and 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 just to be clear, the person who is holding the snakes would be speaking to the snakes. And I'm not making a Harry Potter reference. I'm making a 19th century witch doctor reference. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no. I mean, if if the person isn't at least pretending to be able to be communicating with the snakes, I don't want them around me giving me medical advice. Yeah, I mean, come on, let's be serious here. If a person is holding snakes, I don't want them around me, let alone giving me medical advice. I'm, a, I'm afraid of snakes. Uh, I'm afraid I, of snakes I, as well. <laughs> I, I, I feel like now is the is the part where I point out that the um, logo for med- medicine basically it's, includes a snake. Yes, that it well, does. but it's not a real snake, so I don't have to. You know what? It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> medical snake is not real. He can't hurt you. Yeah. yeah. I, I was always a fan of like the Mexico flag because like it's the eagle eating a snake. I'm like, yeah, you fucking go eagle! Like, screw that snake. <laughs> Philly pride, baby. <laughs> go, go birds. birds. Go birds. <laughs> it's like got everything that I love. An eagle killing a snake. I'm like, I hate snakes, and I love the eagles. You know, I I should probably just move to Mexico. So uh, <laughs> yes, that was the takeaway there. So do you want to talk about how uh, the Eagles are allegedly trying to trade for Deshaun Watson? Uh. Oh, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't <laughs> Moving on. I, I saw that article and was like, well, maybe I'm not watching the NFL this year. <laughs> <laughs> My Sunday's just freed up. And it's just a whole lot of time for mowing the lawn and, and not 
paying attention to things that are abhorrent. The other um, one I really liked was uh, somebody pointed out that the Lions traded for a quarterback who is famous for only being able to do what his head coach tells him to do, and his head coach has told him to bite knees. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, like, watch out, people that have to play the Lions. <laughs> um, hold on. Was Jared Goff the one in the Red Bull commercial where he pretended to be, like, a walk-on at a community college? Yeah. yeah. That was fun. I like Jared Goff more now. That was a good commercial. Uh, sponsor us, Red Bull. Anyways, now that we are a full, what, 10 minutes into this segment, uh, you all want to talk about what we are supposed to talk about? What were we supposed to talk about? I thought we were supposed to talk about the Mexican flag. See, but also, <laughs> um, we 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 were we were supposed to talk like and and I, I have to preface this by saying I didn't want to. I, I just like I don't want to talk about realignment. But then news dropped that apparently uh, the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are going to have some sort of super conference merger weirdness. No, they can't figure out what it is. So yeah, there, there's yeah. Yeah, so they said that happen. part like, of it might be just be like a schedule alliance, which isn't is that just, what all conferences are? Yeah, that's just a combination <laughs> of words that has no fucking meaning. <laughs> like, I, I, feel I like just everyone like, has like crazy overreacted to the fact that like the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve like had this meeting. Like everyone's taking meetings with the Big Twelve right now to hear like what they're pitching, but like nobody's going to commit to do anything with the Big Twelve right now because. The Big 12 has the least leverage of anyone. You're just hearing them out, and you're like, okay, what are these guys thinking about? And you're probably thinking, am I poaching some of their programs? Am I doing some sort of partnership where we schedule some games with one another? Or maybe you're just like, okay, you know, Pac-12 and Big 10 get on the phone and say, let's cannibalize the whole conference and just rip it apart and take four each and call it a day. I think that the funniest possible outcome of this is that you could have, like, like, and and let's assume this, like, just for – purposes of hilarity let's assume that that the pac-12 is like yeah let's 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 have a scheduling agreement you know three games each blah 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 there's a there's a scenario in which you have uh you have an away game for stanford in like lubbock texas or like morgantown west virginia oh that's even funnier <laughs> no lubbock texas is way funnier <laughs> <laughs> just dust bowls rolling around like the Stanford Stanford kids are getting off the bus and be like I'm I'm not no we're going back <laughs> or like you know and I get it for the Pac-12 because like who doesn't want to bring all the revenue that's going to come from Kansas State visiting uh USC right like USC is like really really looking forward to that game this yes. is the entire thing about like the big 12 that I don't get is like we're down to eight schools it's like it's who it's like Iowa, Kansas, Kansas State, like TCU, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and Baylor. Wait, you think Iowa's in the Big 12? Not that Iowa. Iowa or Iowa State. The other one. Come on, man. You went to a Big 10 school. I I know (laughs) Iowa State's in the Big 12. Sorry, I said Iowa instead of Iowa State. But like, what of those two? It would actually, hold on. So what I'm about to say is even funnier if you switch in Iowa instead of (laughs) Iowa State. Like, what of those teams, what of those programs is, like, compelling to bring into your conference? Who are you excited about bringing into your conference for, like, past glory, television market, (laughs) fertile recruiting ground that isn't already cannibalized by another conference with a team? Like, who's the most attractive of those options? Because I I would posit to you, 
it might be Iowa if you switched Iowa and Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I actually so 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 actually like I, I I thought about this for a second. I, I I let you talk it out. I'm thinking about it in a football sense because this is a football podcast. Um, I actually think the answer for for past glory for uh, TV markets for all of the other stuff. The answer is actually Southern Methodist University. And I know that they are not a member of the Big 12, but I think that that's the answer. <laughs> You're like, okay, we're going to bring you in and you are just allowed to pay anyone as much as you want. That is yeah. the condition. You have, a, you have a minimum budget that you need to be paying your athletes. Otherwise, you're not allowed in the conference. But, like, how funny would it be if, like, the Pac-12 looks at the Big 12? They end up in Texas, you know, they find themselves in Dallas on a layover from Waco and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what if I told you Eric Dickerson and friends, uh, Craig James and maybe some hookers, maybe five of them. I don't know. Uh, maybe they're they're attractive to you as a as an expansion opportunity. Pac-12. Bring them in. I want I want I want uh, the, the cultural alliance of USC and SMU. Do it. Oh, my God. That's actually probably closer than you think it is. It's it's closer than either of those schools would like to admit. Probably <laughs> like both like USC is like, oh, Southern Methodist. What? And SMU is like, no, USC. But both of them are like, wait, you're <laughs> yeah, that's that's my that's my Dallas accent. Yep, um, I, feel like, I feel like by the end of this podcast, we might have like offended every section of the country and every key demographic of the country. Yeah, Morgantown, but... you're lovely. We do love you, Morgantown, uh, West Virginia. If you would like to be a part of our conference. Uh, which is the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, pod conference, podference, podference, I'm going to say conference. Con pod? Uh, con we pod. still have a better TV contract than the Pac-12. That's true. Oh. Uh, and, 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 we, we, and you know what? We have an equal, uh, we have an equal amount of conference networks as Big 12. That's true. Oh, <laughs> that one's factually accurate. It's wow. actually fact. That's factually accurate, Greg. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't. I have no idea what the Big Twelve thinks they're doing. They're obviously just going to get cannibalized. Just I think. I think. Yeah. I mean, right now it's just it's just um, hold on for dear life to get the Texas and Oklahoma payout, whatever that negotiation looks like. Yeah. Uh, and then and then bail. Like I, th- I think that like if if I'm Texas and Oklahoma's lawyers, but <laughs> Texas is lawyers, Oklahoma's around uh, along for the ride. Um, I I, th- I feel like you go into the into the Big Twelve, you pick a number around thirty five percent of the contractual language, you throw it on the on the table in cash, and you say, look, you can get this or you can get nothing because we all know the Big Twelve is not going to exist in twenty twenty three. So what do you want to do? And I feel like Bob Bowlesby, who's a, a well known courageous fellow. Is going to say, thank you, sir. May I have another? Uh, no, I don't exist in 2023. I think the Big 12 can technically make them play out the string until 2025. Which, yeah. yeah, I think the media goes through 24. It, it goes is, through 25. That's the, funny, that's the funniest situation is if, if the Big 12 is just sitting there like, nope, not letting you leave. Fuck you guys. You guys are playing this goddamn schedule. <laughs> and, and like the, the funniest part about that is, is if uh, they do that and then. Um, like there's just like weird, stupid transfer interconference transfers where they, like the entire the entire conference is like, all right, all of our best players are going to Oklahoma State, and and Oklahoma State is going to keep both of them out of the playoff. Fuck you. 
<laughs> they all just like they wait until like the sixth season, and whoever has the best record gets all of the transfers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like six, week six. All right, everybody, everybody's going to to TCU. Gary Patterson, make it work. <laughs> uh, I I maintain that we should just do as many conferences as it takes, but only do it by geographic reason, region, uh, and then make it into a like a March Madness style playoff. Because I think it'd be funny to watch the Northeast region try and have to play the Plains. <laughs> oh, that would be like like I, I I love that idea. Like you get like Temple. Like, like somehow comes out of the Northeast. And then it's like, all right, Temple, you have to go in your playoff uh, round one to Norman, Oklahoma. Yes. That's yes. Because <laughs> uh, I would break it down by like the Northeast, the Mid-Atlantic. I think you have to break it up by like the Southeast. And then Florida has to be its own thing. Texas is obviously its own thing. California is its own thing. There's the Midwest. There's the Plains. Like you could, you, could you also have the mountain west. Of this. Yeah, you, you you also should have the mountain west there, and then like Colorado just gets really really high and mighty every single year before getting slapped. Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. Or like, I mean, the Midwest would probably be dominated by Ohio State. You think? Uh, <laughs> the Northwest would just be Oregon over and over and over again. Yep, that's right. We're coming for you, Huskies. At yeah. us, but then we can eliminate most of the country by just having the Southeast be one conference because then they would all just fight each other. <laughs> I'm just Which saying is exactly why they would never go for that. They'd be like, We will, we will not advance like 10 teams that are better than any other team that's in this. Well, Which is uh, like- they're pretty much doing that now, <laughs> all of them are trying to join the SEC. I mean, I think that there's there's still the opportunity here, like you know, we we go forward with with Coach Greg's idea. And then what are the Southeast Conference going to do? Secede? Do <laughs> I dare you. I dare you, SEC. <laughs> Try it again. God, between that and, uh, and uh, like, vaccine passports, they might actually pack up their shit and leave again. Take, take their ball. Take their ball. Go. But, uh, like, unfortunately there, we lose Florida. And I say unfortunately just because there's a lot of coastline. And this oh, is you football. meant the state. Oh, uh, sorry. Are we? Are we? Are we not pulling that? We're keeping that veil up. Yeah, right. The SEC will will secede. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. So, so you're saying we keep Florida State. Uh, I, I guess in this scenario, Tallahassee stays. Yeah. Does well, anybody? Do we have to? Yeah. Can we like? Can we like propose a trade as part of like their secession negotiations? We're like, okay. Well, we're gonna have to flip you, uh, Florida for Florida State. We're, we 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 can't let we can't let go of Gainesville and keep Tennessee. It's a non-starter. Yeah, it's it's and and I, I guess there's like the other scenario. Like, would you would do we do we flip like um flip Florida over to to the SEC or we we flip Florida State to the SEC in exchange for I don't know Georgia is Athens Georgia nice? I mean, you want to keep Atlanta for sure. I mean, Athens, Georgia is just a, a college town. Okay, it's- so for for uh, continuity, I, I guess we 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 would we would get take Georgia just just for like a a direct pass from from Atlanta to the sea. Well, <laughs> I, I was actually going to say, I mean, and, and hear me out on this because I'm going to say it, and you're going to want to smack me, Vanderbilt. Do we do we want to negotiate to keep Vanderbilt? Because I think that I, I I think that that's a it's a pretty pretty remote state that would be deep in our own territory. I, I wouldn't want to give them a stronghold that far in the north. Wouldn't that then be Kentucky? I think we would have to k- take Kentucky. Oh, I, 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 
candidly, I forgot Kentucky was in the SEC because this is a football podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're going to end up taking one of them, oh, I guess we're doing the, the whole SEC thing. Yeah, I think we should just make up conferences based on pick one, like, random attribute and then just break everything up by that. So, uh, like, like what I, I guess, like, we could do, like, um, couches burned per million. Number of Waffle Houses within city limits. Mascots. I like the mascot conference because mascot, I think got, mascot based on weight is in one conference. The t- you you, sure, you have the tiger conference, you have the dog conference, you have the ancient uh, warriors in the uh, Mediterranean conference, which I, I guess is just San Jose State, Michigan State, and USC. There's got to be another Trojan somewhere, right? What about do we count Charlotte Troy. Knights? Would would Rutgers fall under this category? I don't. I mean, are we are we are we are we going to include like medieval feudal Europe into this? I guess you sort. Where of else are you going to put Rutgers? That that's a good where question. they fucking belong in New what Jersey. If, what if we just did? Hey, hey, I represent that <laughs> statement. <laughs> uh, uh, like, what if we just did? That's one of the other ones I really like about the the geographical breakdown because like the Northeast if you really think about it, might end up being dominated by Rutgers. I mean, hey. it's Ru- Rutgers or Connecticut. It's not Connecticut. Although you could get into a situation in which like you have to, you, you would have to bring some people up. Um, like Delaware probably is the best program there. It doesn't, isn't Maine's uh, football team pretty good. I, you know, I was going to say that, but um, then I decided not to and go on with my life. Uh, New Hampshire, I think, was good for a while, but I think that was maybe only under Chip. He wasn't even the head coach. So we, yes, but we still have to call him Coach Chip Kelly because oh, it's, right. it's, Every, it's everyone's coach. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's canon that that um, offensive coordinators is coaches too. Um, so okay, so so I th- I think in the in the you have a Tiger Conference. Would, would would there be like a reptile conference? Gators. Gators. I'm I'm trying to think like are there any that are like cobras or vipers or anything? No, but there's the dragon things of UAB, right? UAB, yep. Yeah. UAB. Uh I guess I guess you probably end up with like dog conference, tiger conference. Or no, no, dog conference, cat conference and then other animal you're, conference. You're going to have to break some of those up. There's a shitload of cat mascots. Yeah, there's well, a shitload of dog mascots. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, I mean, you could have a bulldog division. Yeah. Um, I, but I, th- I think that you want to like, you want to stay like pretty general there, but all other animal conference. So then you'd have like the ducks, uh, bird beavers, conference. bird conference. You could have a bird conference. So then that begs the question, where's my, is Miami a hurricane or an Ibis? I, I feel like you got to give it to the Ibis cause it's, it's, it's the mascot. Like yeah. UNC is not like who else is going to be in the, in the, Body part that is vaguely racist conference with UNC. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like or or like like what do you do with like Indiana? Uh, I mean, a Hoosier is a person. So okay, so oh, actually, I I you know what I think would be the funniest conference is the um is the is the Devil Conference that includes Wake Forest. The because, Demon Deacon. Yeah, technically, it's it's a it's a satanic uh, churchgoer. Would, so, how upset would Herm Edwards be by being in the Devil Conference, given his uh, his his viewpoints on devils? 
he'd be so confused. He'd be like, why is Arizona State associated with demons? And then you'd have to explain to Herm Edwards, A, the mascot, and B, the general demeanor of Tempe, Arizona. But think about how uh, much of a problem for recruiting that would be if you just made a Satan conference. Like, <laughs> that just knocks out the entire Bible Belt. Like, none of those little good Christian boys are going to go play in a Satan conference. Well, what if you what if you like like you you dressed it up because like you could do like the Satan conference um, and like but you also and I'm stealing a little bit from a podcast that we steal from all the time. But um, like you could like throw Notre Dame in there, throw Liberty in there, you know, so, so like a- a- angels and demons conference, the God conference. The God the, conference, the the biblical conference, biblical conference, right? What we 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 don't make value judgments. Biblical yeah. conference. Um, so you have like Liberty and Arizona State. You have Duke and Notre Dame. Um, I assume Baylor would find their way in one way or the other. I'm not really sure which side of the ledger they come in on. They would probably change their name just to be included. We're now the Jesus Bears. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, I'm, I'm going to stick with them being on the bad side of that ledger, given you know the last ten years and so. And also, like last twenty, yeah. Uh, we can we can go twenty five and and mention that they are based in Waco. Yeah, that's thirty. Oh gosh, really it was ago? thirty. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, I'm not even sure that's the worst thing that's happened in that city, which is not good. Ooh. Uh, ooh, not ooh. great not great Waco <laughs> um, but uh, so so I, I guess like like you, you get Baylor in there uh, TCU beca- like do, wait do TCU go to the reptile conference or the god conference because it's Texas Christian it, yeah but it's Texas Christian they're another one that might just change their name we're not the, we're not the Jesus frogs wait isn't 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 uh, I, I'll, I'll admit to not knowing hymns or anything, but isn't Jeremiah was a bullfrog something to do with Jesus? Or is that just the nursery rhyme? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, not, not that I know of. Three Dog Night? I think it's just a song. Oh, all right. Well, in that case, uh, TCU, welcome to the Reptile Conference. Um, now that we're saying it, though, I'm actually kind of amazed that there hasn't been some school that tried to, Liberty, try to change their name <laughs> to, like, the Jesus Blanks or, like, the Angel Blanks. Like, there's no angel teams, right? Uh, I do not believe that there is a college that has an angel as a mascot. Well, there probably is. But it's probably just one that, like, we're totally unaware of. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm like, sure there's, like, a D3 or something. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. But, like, D1, like, you, you would assume that the Liberty Flames would be the Liberty, like, like it should, it should have, like, an emo song name mascot. Like, the Liberty Flames from Heaven as set forth by Elijah the Prophet in the word of Isaiah. Okay. That, that made sense. Dude, I realize the irony of being named the Flames because then they're all going to burn in hell. I don't think that irony exists at Liberty University. <laughs> I, I, I have located it. We have the Meredith College Avenging Angels. It is a 600 yeah. all-woman university. Oh, no, there's actually a handful of men. Huh. Okay, well, Avenging Angels. There we have That's it. metal as hell. Yeah, so wait, so... so, so the Meredith University Avenging Angels. Meredith College. Meredith College. Programs. Okay. Meredith College Avenging Angels. Uh, mostly girls' school. Um, you would think that that Liberty University probably, I mean, I guess if they were aware of it, like maybe they would be in a corner watching them closely. What do you think? <laughs> I, I think it's the only place they do their business. 
A big thank you to our guest for this week's episode, Tim, whom you cannot find on the internet because he doesn't believe in social media. Um, you can find us on Twitter at TLS underscore N underscore TDS, um, where we're talking about everything and nothing and whatever you want to talk about. So, you know, check us out and give us a follow and maybe we'll respond to you when you add us. Um, you can also follow Greg at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. Um, he does a lot of the same things, but occasionally other things. He's his own person. He gets to do what he wants. Um, we are not on Instagram. We're working on it. We're going to get that up and running shortly. Um, Special thank you to our sponsors, the Smith Workforce Management Group and the Anchor app. And a special thank you to you, the listener. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your parents. Maybe not your parents. This this is a, uh, a specific niche of a podcast. But tell your kids. It is a family podcast. Um, and uh, make sure to like and, and all of those other things on Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. And thanks again for sticking with us. We'll see you next time. Podcast Network.